There's a variety of ways for people to invest in the cryptocurrency space, but you always want to do your own due diligence. You always want to look at these projects. Are they, do they have a public facing team? Do they have an official website? Are there cryptocurrencies listed on exchanges where you can get it? How do they work? What's their vision? That type of thing. And anything that you would do top to bottom for a publicly traded company, you would want to do with crypto, but you can definitely see it as a new asset class. On this episode of Early Bird, Joel Cleland, Chief Executive Officer of Centric, a dual token cryptocurrency. Joel joins the podcast today to talk about Centric's two unique tokens and his views on the current state of the crypto market. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Joel, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks, Stephen. Joel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. We are going to talk about cryptocurrency and specifically the Centric Network. But before we do any of that, Joel, please tell the audience a little bit about yourself. If you could give us a short 30-second biography about your background, that would be great. Sure. Thank you, Stephen. I'm the uh, chief executive officer at Centric, which includes Centric Foundation. And Centric Foundation's whole purpose is the promotion of Centric as a global borderless currency. My background is in education as well as traditional finance and the balance of those two areas made me a good candidate to take care of Centric. Mm. I'm not the first CEO of Centric, but that's that's my focus. And I focus on investor engagement and education. Interesting. You have an incredible background um, and you're doing great things with Centric. Um, so before we you know go move on, tell the audience real quick, what exactly is Centric in case they're they're not familiar with it? Thank you. Centric is a two-token cryptocurrency protocol, and one of our cryptocurrencies, one of our tokens is traded, that's Centric Swap CNS, and then one of our cryptocurrencies, Centric Rise CNR, is not designed to be traded and provides hourly yields to the user. Interesting. So you have two uh, popular cryptos, um, and they both have two different purposes. Um, Before we talk about Centric Swap, which can be traded, um, let's go into Centric Rise, which is a bit more transactional in nature, correct? Correct. And actually, both are transactional. Both can be accepted by businesses all over the world. Mm-hmm. But it's Centric Rise is really the flagship of the Centric Network. And it, it's not designed to be traded. It's non-speculative. And the price of Centric Rise is calculated by the economists on our team, hard-coded to the blockchain, 
And we actually know what the price of CNR or centric rise CNR is this time next year. That's so you can look at it right there on the blockchain. That's good that you can kind of look ahead. Is it a bit of um, predictive analytics that you're using to determine that? There's a number of things. I, you know, full disclosure, I'm not one of the economists on our team, but we, uh, they, they believe what's going to happen. They do a lot of forecasting and calculating, and then and then they come up with whatever the yield is going to be. Right now, the current yield for the month is fourteen percent. Nice. And so it's it's a very hefty yield. And what is centric rise yield? Centric rise yields more of the traded token CNS every nice. single hour. And with centric rise, the the thought is for users to use centric rise to buy goods and services. Correct. With within within our network, mm -hmm. and it's actually an excellent cryptocurrency for any type of a community that wants a cryptocurrency that has a clear future value and they like the concept of hourly yields. I'm sure a lot of uh, people would love to have some hourly yields with their cryptocurrencies. And <laughs> I, I think it's an interesting trend with Centric Rise. We're starting to see more businesses, um, as you know, accept cryptocurrency as payments. Correct. Um, we've seen it from major movie theaters to local barber shops. Um, what what do you make about the world being more accepting of crypto just for buying goods and services? I think there's two things in the mix. First, businesses and business owners by their nature are very astute. They know their businesses better than anybody. And they see that this new customer base is emerging. I call them crypto customers. And these are people who prefer to transact in cryptocurrency. Mm. And this isn't something new. You know, people have been transacting in Bitcoin for a number of years using crypto payment gateways like BitPay. But now there are dozens of cryptocurrency payment gateways where these crypto customers can pay and then the business on the other side can get paid out in their local currency or they can choose to accept the cryptocurrency. And one of the trends we've seen that's been really interesting because we have about three dozen business partners now that accept Centric is that a number of them see the future of cryptocurrency and they're actually holding Centric on their balance sheets. Nice. I, I can see why that's certainly a good thing to have uh, on the balance sheets, especially because it seems like a really good crypto. Um, mm -hmm. And then you have the other one, Centric Swap. Um, Correct. And, and that's meant to be more what people think of trading crypto, right? Correct. Because Centric Swap is our listed token, and when I say listed, I mean it's listed on exchanges, a number of exchanges. And for people who want to learn more about Centric, they can go to centric.com and they can click on the guide, which is it's our getting started guide, and it shows you a list of all of the exchanges, centralized and decentralized, where Centric Swap is available. Where Centric Rise is not designed for trading, we know that CNS is being traded because oh. we we see the activity every day. Got it. And so, what what can I ask you a little bit about the activity relating mm -hmm. to uh, Centric Swap? It's been around for what since twenty twenty, right? Correct. Yes. Um, you know, I'm just seeing right now certainly a big price surge uh, when the crypto Centric Swap was. Uh, public when it first came out in 2020, mm -hmm. and then certainly fluctuations as any crypto has had since then. But um, it certainly doesn't. It seems like the price has has gone in more of the red direction since then. <laughs> what 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 do you what, what what do you make of that? 
What do I attribute that to? Obviously, Centric Swap is an altcoin, just like Centric Rise is, mm-hmm. and any any other token other than you know Bitcoin, of course, is 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 in the altcoin camp. Mm-hmm. And just by the nature of cryptocurrencies in general that are traded on crypto exchanges, there's a lot of volatility. There's a, a very high risk space. One of the things that Centric Swap is designed to be is a is a dollar, and uh, Right now in the crypto space, there are two main types of cryptocurrencies. There are Bitcoin and all the altcoins, and then there are stable coins. And stable coins are basically like electronic dollars. You deposit a dollar or something equivalent to a dollar, maybe maybe other cryptocurrencies. And then these, these stable coins are used in the market to basically stabilize value for businesses and traders. Traders like stable coins because they can hold their value in a stable coin in between trades. Mm. There's no fluctuation there. What we're doing at Centric is, is we're looking to see Centric swap CNS eventually stabilize at a dollar. And then the full value of Centric rise will be realized at that point. Nice. We we re- we reference this this period what we call protocol consensus and protocol consensus is is basically when centric swap CNS has stabilized at or near a dollar. Mm. It, and a- so because centric swap is designed to be an electronic dollar, people who hold centric rise CNR they know that every hour I hold centric rise CNR I'm gaining more CNS. I see. So that's sort of so it's it's a long so centric rise is a long term play for a lot of people. That's why people like to stake centric rise CNR mm, so because they know every every hour I hold that centric rise CNR, no matter where I'm holding it, I'm gaining more CNS value. So it's more than just the you know a lot of crypto um, investors they want to hold short term. You're you're saying this is mm-hmm. meant for more of the long term play. Correct, correct. And the thing is, I we never want to discourage traders from doing what traders do, mm. <laughs> which is, you know, buy low, sell high, and, you know, take profits along the way, laddering their bets, if you will. Uh, but Centric Rise isn't designed for that. Centric Swap allows, allows traders to do what they want to do in the market. Nice. Um... It's good that you're, you 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 give them that cho- that opportunity to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even think that if I said that I disapproved that that would make much of a difference. But, but the nice thing is is that we know that most early adopters of cryptocurrency in general are going to be these crypto traders anyway, and so we we want to attract we want to attract crypto users, crypto traders, and then people who are true investors in the space and are stacking crypto for the long run. long run is important. When we return, we'll hear from Joel about what he thinks about the crypto market in 2022 and his advice for crypto investors. But first, let me tell you how you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, Investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, Joel, we're, we're talking today about Centric. 
um, both of uh, both of centric swap and centric rise, as well as where cryptocurrency fits into the market. Um, it it hasn't been a kind market to begin the year for for cryptocurrencies. Um, 2022 has not had the best start as it relates to cryptocurrency prices. Um, Joel, what what do you make of the market so far for cryptocurrencies this year? Yeah, I like I like what you said there. Um, one of the other things I like is the fact that tra- the traditional financial industry, which has not always been very friendly to crypto, is actually being pretty bullish right now in the crypto space. Uh, we have J.P. Morgan, for instance, participating in the metaverse and saying that that you know the metaverse is going to be a one trillion dollar a year industry. And I don't know if you, you saw this, but uh, Chase is the first bank to open a branch in the metaverse. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Um. Yeah. In the Metajuku Mall, <laughs> <laughs> including a live tiger and a picture of Jamie Dimon. Oh, nice. But, uh, but yeah, but so, so that, that gives, uh, gives me a lot of encouragement. But what it also does is Bank of America, again, and these are banks. I mean, a lot, a lot of times, you know, the, the, the banking sector and the crypto sector don't always see eye to eye, but even B of A is saying that they don't foresee a crypto winter. And even though the first quarter has been challenging, you know, they're sticking by that. I, I think we're still very early in the cycle, and I think, I think this year is going to be really strong. So all this talk about a so-called crypto winter you're not you're not really buying it it sounds like no i'm not i'm i'm as as bullish as ever and one one thing that i i put out there and i i tend to subscribe to is that just like in the traditional stock market you might have a watch list the companies that you invest in or Mm -hmm. the sectors you invest in i i i do the same thing with crypto and and when when prices are low that's when people are stacking that are paying attention Hmm. So it sounds like, given you know how bullish you are, where do you see crypto going at least for the rest of this year, twenty twenty two? I'd say that the growth will continue. There's 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 a lot of innovation happening in the DeFi space and uh, decentralized finance space. I I've been in contact with a couple of uh, couple of different projects outside of Centric actually that are doing some amazing innovation. Um, and and they haven't even gone live yet. So mm. I, I know that there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes. I can speak to what Centric is doing, and we're continuing to uh, seek out new listings for Centric Swap, CNS on new exchanges. And I, I think you and I also kind of talked a little bit earlier about um, our focus on partnerships. Yes. And I, I think that the I think the crypto projects or crypto companies that continue to see this trend in crypto customers, people preferring to pay in crypto and take advantage of that, I think are going to be the most successful because they're getting the most real world use. Absolutely. I, I think that type of collaboration is incredibly powerful in crypto. Um, Centric, you recently announced something regarding greenhouse staking, uh, mm-hmm. correct? Yes, sir. Could you go into a little bit about that just real quick? Absolutely. And for, for anybody who's a listener who, who knows what staking is or maybe is already invested in cryptocurrency, uh, Greenhouse Staking or GreenhouseStaking.io is a centric partner. And their their staking platform went live about a week and a half ago. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll be the first person to say I staked some, some of my centric rise in the platform. Mm. And basically what, what it is, is it's, it's, it's a DeFi staking application that allows 
users of the centric network to stake their centric rise in another location. I, I, I make it akin to double dipping, if you will, because centric rise receives more CNS no matter where it's held and holding it inside of a staking platform. We're also getting additional CNR. Wow. So I, I've saw like in a week and a half, I've, I've made a lot more CNR than if it was just sitting in my wallet, not getting more CNR, if that makes sense. Wow. Congratulations. So, so GHS, yeah. Well, well, congratulations to them. Uh, the, the GHS team, the greenhouse staking team, they worked really hard for like about a year and a half or so. And they went through a lot of just audits, making sure that the, the platform is secure and they really wanted to do it right. And I, 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 my hats off to them for doing such a good job because they've, I think they've locked up, locked up almost 70 million centric rice CNR tokens in the platform. Wow. So, and that's just in a week and a half. Incredible accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Um, back to what you were saying earlier um, about business acceptance of cryptocurrency, you mm -hmm. know, we're, and you were also talking about how, you know, a lot of banks are already, uh, you know, very bullish on cryptocurrency as well. Um, you know, so do you consider crypto for the investors standpoint to be that new asset class that, you know, they really have to consider for their portfolios? Right. Obvious, obviously, you know, I'm never going to tell people what to do with their money, mm -hmm. but, but, you know, my, my background is traditional finance and education. And one of the topics that I talk about with people all the time is asset allocation. Mm -hmm. And, we can definitely look at crypto as a new asset class. And there are even a few cryptocurrencies that would be deemed blue chip, if you will, blue chip cryptos. And there's a variety of ways for people to invest in the cryptocurrency space, but you always wanna do your own due diligence. You always wanna look at these projects. Are they, do they have a public facing team? Do they have an official website? Are there cryptocurrencies listed on exchanges where you can get it? How do they work? What's their vision? That type of thing. And anything that you would do top to bottom for a publicly traded company, you would want to do with crypto. But you can definitely see it as a new asset class. Absolutely. And you're right about the importance of due diligence and investing in those projects that, you know, they are public, they're publicly facing. You know who's running them. Um, and, and Centric sounds like it's one of those networks as well where it, everything's pretty transparent right that's 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 our focus it's been our focus and you know we 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 like the fact that the whole blockchain space even though maybe some team members might be anonymous in different projects you can go right to the blockchain and, and see what's happening mm. so which which i think is great it, it, that's one of the benefits of crypto mm -hmm. is, is the transparency that you get with uh, the blockchain Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting, Stephen, because you have like anonymity and privacy mixed with transparency. It's really interesting. When the two meet, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was doing a presentation last week uh, at a Web3 thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I mentioned the Bitcoin white paper, page six. And they have, a, they have a model of like traditional finance with the third party intermediary in the mix, normally a bank. And then the new the new model with cryptocurrency where you're, you're still private. You still have your privacy, your anonymity. Um, people can't see who, who the user is or the holder or the owner of a particular wallet, but you can see everything on blockchain. And it's, 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 it's fascinating. So, you know, for those listeners out there 
who have been uh, long on crypto, bullish about crypto for some time, um, and they're seeing the price of most cryptos kind of falter uh, in Q1 of 2022. Um, what advice would you give them, Joel? For sure. Well, to steer clear of giving any financial advice, you should definitely get that from a licensed professional. Uh-huh. One, one of the things I'll just go back to is what I said earlier is, is have your watch list. Have the pro- if you're invested in crypto already or you're looking to invest in cryptocurrency, is, is have your list of projects that you are investing in or plan to. And when the price is right, and right now for the industry, the price is definitely right. Absolutely. You can, you can, you can load up. If it, it, you know, you're right. Speak to a financial advisor uh, for, for help with that stuff. But if you like buying the dip, um, not just in crypto, <laughs> exactly. but in other things as well. That's it, right. <laughs> Um, Joel, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the Early Bird podcast today, sharing your thoughts about the crypto market as well as what's going on with Centric. Uh, Before we wrap this up, Joel, I just have one final question, and it's the big question for today's podcast. The, uh, The question is, if you had a time capsule, which would not be open for another 100 years, uh, what three items would you like to put in that time capsule? That's a good one. I'd, I'd probably put something by Dale Carnegie in there, yeah. <laughs> one of his books. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of, of the late Dale Carnegie. But I would also probably put some, uh, some cryptocurrency in the time capsule. Mm. Uh, one of the ways that we can, we can store cryptocurrency is in cold storage or in a hardware wallet. I'd load up a hardware wallet with everything from my watch list. So that when my watch list is opened 100 years from now, people will be, yeah, Joel knew what he was doing. <laughs> and then I, I, I guess the, the only other thing I might put in there would be like a manifesto or something. You know, every, everything that, that I believe and ways to make the world a better place. Wow. And if they haven't made the world a better place in, in 100 years, maybe they can use my recipe, if you will. Yeah, maybe it'll be a blueprint for them. Exactly. Yeah, perhaps. Thank you again to Joel Cleland for sharing your insights on cryptocurrency. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.